Welcome to Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us right here. Our toll-free number for you is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We also have the Discord call-in lines over at discord.lrn.fm. And that is uh, our online chat system where you can chat with other Free Talk Live listeners around the clock. And during the show, there are call-in lines there. That'll allow you to call in and sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And Silver Dave. And coming up, we are going to be talking about prostitution, uh, both abroad and at home. Uh, Johnson, you've got a couple different stories about that. Um, and then Silver Dave, you want to discuss mind control. That will be interesting. That'll be on the way here as well. Uh, plus, I also have a prostitution-related story, an update on the Robert Kraft arrest. Do you know who that is? Oh, the name is so familiar, but I don't uh, no, I don't recall. He is the owner of the... I was, I was busy thinking when you said both prostitution, both abroad and at home. I was thinking that maybe you were talking about abroad in your home or something. I don't know, you know. <laughs> that's not the case in this case, but uh, that's quite... Was it called in-call? Is that where the girl yeah, comes to yeah, your house? Yeah, I always get it confused yeah. whether or not in call is where you go to the girl's house or the girl comes to your house because there's out call and there's in. I don't know. There's out call and there's in call. Not, not to be confused with a house call. Yeah. Well, one of them is the. I'm right. guessing out call would be the one where she's she comes going to you somewhere else. Yeah. It would make sense. That it would be focused around what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we can talk about the legalization of prostitution. And the criminal the criminal aspect of it, or the I'm going to put quotes around that criminal aspect because you know there's no victim uh, to this particular so-called crime. And uh, this the gentleman I'm talking about here, uh, Kraft, Robert Kraft. He's the owner of the New England Patriots. Ah, there oh, we go. Yeah, he got nice. he got busted in a uh, an undercover sting operation down in Florida. So he wasn't living at home at the, or I guess probably as a second home or something right. like that. Uh, down there, the man is, I believe, in his late seventies, if not his early, yeah, seventy-seven uh, years old. And there's a story that I've actually been holding on to for a few weeks from the Sun Sentinel. That's the right. one of the papers down in Florida, uh, explaining some of the some of the de- details of how they say that the cops bungled this case from the beginning. They screwed hmm. up their investigation, did illegal things. And now they're getting called onto the carpet for it. So we can talk about all that. Um, did you have the Mexico story? I don't Hold have up. it up. All right, so let's start with Robert Kraft here, and we'll give you guys an update. Um, have you heard anything about this Silver Dave, this Robert Kraft guy? Uh, well, I just I haven't heard anything about the prostitution in relation to him. Yeah, I didn't know who he was until this article came out. Well, but I, but when you said the name, I, it sounded like someone who is rich and famous. And now that you've connected, you know, we're talking about someone who's rich and famous, yes. which really makes me wonder how he has, I mean, he ultimately, when you're that powerful and wealthy, you still are paying for sex, in my opinion. Probably. In a way. I suspect. Even if it's not a direct contract for like, here's what I'm going to pay you and here's what you're going right. to do. It's just like, I have a lot of money. You want money. Well, yeah. You find me attractive because I have lots of money. They have girls that call themselves sugar babies. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Oh, it's like a sugar mama, only more young and fresh. Well, a sugar mama, well, I don't know, how would you define a sugar mama? I guess a sugar mama is like a woman who gives you money, right? Oh, 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 oh yeah, a sugar baby, a sugar daddy. Right. A sugar daddy has the money. Has sugar the, mama's right. got the money. 
Right. So the sugar daddy has the money, and they have these sugar babies, and uh, and and so that's where uh, you know Cody Wilson, for instance, who yeah, we've had what, on, I was, what I was going to mention had on in the show in the past, the guy who created the three D printable gun last year, he got arrested. Uh, for having, I believe she was 16, allegedly, a 16-year-old young lady meeting with her through a website, which the website purportedly helps people who want to be sugar daddies, or who are, meet with these young women who want to get money um, purportedly in return for sex. And uh, he paid her, allegedly, and they had sex. And then he got arrested and is now being is now facing felony charges and maybe more than a dozen years in prison. I haven't seen an update on that case because somehow that site didn't have any age verification requirements. I don't know how many of these dating sites actually do uh, verify ages, you know, like, uh, you know, I've been on a few different dating sites. They never asked me for a copy of my ID. Right. Yeah. You know. You just and would to, you even want to do it if if you had to provide your ID? I mean, a lot of people want to be more right. private. Mm. If you had to provide your ID, would you even want to exactly do that with them? I right, don't know. And, and especially if you're going to be paying for it. I mean, that's even you're even less likely to want to you know to, have oh, to show gosh, them yeah, like, yeah. So uh, we can actually it'd be interesting to do a, a search and see if there are any updates on the Cody Wilson case because I think that was like all the way back in August of last year when he got oh, popped. Yeah. So, I mean, I would think we would have caught wind of something because a lot of times, you know, our, our listeners in the Discord server are constantly putting useful show prep in the news and show prep uh, section there. So I imagine that uh, they're still waiting for whatever trial date uh, will will be coming up, but we'll we'll see over time. Now, speaking of trials, this uh, Robert Kraft character, the story again from the Sun Sentinel, says here the prostitution sting that ensnared billionaire robert Kraft was doomed from the get-go because of a string of law enforcement missteps according to court observers who've watched the case quickly unravel wait you're telling me that the police did not do a good job that's doing right. their job wait no i you're shocked I, aren't i'm you? shocked i can't yeah. believe how this is possible uh-huh no it's totally believable because what and as they point out later on here what you'll find out when it comes to the police is a lot of times they're cutting corners a lot of times they're doing things the wrong way. They're doing things illegally. And they just usually don't get called on it. They usually don't get caught for it because most people take a plea deal. Mm. Most people look at the charges, they say, <gasps> and they, uh, they want it to go away as quick as possible. And they say, all right, what do I need to do to make this go away? Well, just take the plea. We'll give you a suspended sentence, two years suspended. Just be on good behavior and pay a $1,000 fine, and we'll call it a day. This, this is going to show you how not level the legal system is in, well, every country, but here as well, because this guy, Kraft, he's got a lot of money. Yes, so, of course, he's got a good legal defense fund, and so his lawyers are going to pick apart every bit of this exactly. investigation. So if you were Joe Schmo and you got picked up for this, then you're going to take a plea deal That's right. because you're, you're, your court defense lawyer shows up in moccasins, and you're like, oh, I'm in major problem. This is my... You or know, you may have a public defender. Which, pu- that's what I mean. Yeah. Your public defender shows up, and this guy, you know, doesn't know what he's doing. This guy's got a lot of money he can spend on it, so he's going to get a better defense. So of course, they're going to, you know, they're going to tear apart the police investigation. Well, I remember the last story we talked about this this guy's investigation was they'd offered him a sweet plea deal. Mm. They'd already come to the table and said, "Hey, look." We'll make it so you don't have any penalty whatsoever. Not even a suspended <laughs> sentence. 
All you have to do is admit that you did it. Just say you're sorry. Right. Just admit that we were right and that you were guilty of prostitution. And dude was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to trial. And so now we start to hear the details uh, in mm. the case. Because once you go, once you're willing to go to trial, then that then what opens up is something called discovery. And discovery is where you as a defendant have the right to know what the evidence evidence putting that in air quotes here <laughs> is against you. Um, and they have to provide it all to you because you need to know that in order to be able to build your defense for the trial. So that's when thing that's when you really start to find out where the corners were cut and what they screwed up. So what began as authorities' mission to bust criminal activity in massage parlors across Florida has turned into a monumental legal victory for Kraft and others charged with soliciting prostitution. The defendants have won rulings in their favor, including a watershed moment this past week. Now, this was a few weeks ago when the judge in the Kraft case prohibited prosecutors from using secretly recorded sex videos. Joseph Tacopina, a former New York City prosecutor who recently filed a federal class action lawsuit claiming cops violated constitutional privacy rights by using covert cameras in a Jupiter spa, said, quote, this has been bungled. This case has been bungled from the beginning in every way. From illegal video recordings to illegal traffic stops, we'll learn more here in just a moment about how they screwed it up. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. They could have just let people alone. Let people, you know, pay for screwing, whatever. That's what people want to do. Who cares? Let them. We'll get into it. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free if you want to join us here. We're talking about the prostitution case uh, against Robert Kraft. And according to the Sun Sentinel, which is one of the newspapers down in South Florida, uh, they've looked into this. And according to the people they talk to in the legal world, this case that the government has down there, the government goons against Mr. Kraft, who is the owner of the Patriots, apparently, very wealthy businessman, uh, is a uh, just a really shoddy case. We'll uh, tell you more about it here, and it'll lead to a larger conversation about legalization of prostitution. Apparently, uh, Mexico City looking at, or maybe already has, legalized it. I know, Johnson, you've got that story. Mm-hmm. And then uh, apparently even New York State is actually considering this uh, as well, which would be huge uh, for that industry, which has always existed and will never not exist. But we can talk more about that. Plus, mind control. Silver Dave is here, and he wants to talk about that. Uh, your calls and thoughts are welcome. And I want to make sure you know about my magic mud. It is something that I've been using over the years, and I've got some right now up in the LRN.FM uh, bathroom. I use their toothpaste just because I like it. It's easier. I realize it's not maybe the uh, the the most perfect of products because like <laughs> some people swear like Mark our co-host he swears by the tooth powder that they have their original product and that's probably the best one for whitening teeth um, but you know I'm not a huge coffee drinker so I don't really feel like I I need that and their toothpaste kind of has the benefits of that and also the benefits of the simplicity of using a toothpaste I mean the point is that bentonite clay is an abrasive. Right, and so apparently it is very absorptive fine. as well. Yeah, but, yeah. right. Yeah, so highly absorbent. Talk, yeah, because it's so neutral, just right. like charcoal. So, and that's what's in it. Um, it's charcoalized coconut shells and bentonite clay. Mm-hmm. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth. It's available. It used to be something they you know were making at their home, 
And now it's such a big company, they've distributed to most health food stores, Sprouts, CVS, Natural Grocers, and Walmart's Natural Beauty Isle. It's been amazing to watch them uh, grow this company over the years. And, you know, obviously it's having an effect on people. It's working. That's why it's spreading like this. In fact, you can go to MyMagicMud.com. You don't have to go to any of those stores. You can get 20% off by using code FTL20. That's code FTL20 at MyMagicMud.com. And free shipping is available, but you have to have a certain minimum order, and it's not a very large minimum. So check that out at MyMagicMud.com. As we continue here, illegal video recordings to illegal traffic stops. Apparently, the case against Robert Kraft has all of that. And we're going to tell you more from the Sun Sentinel. This was uh, the man arrested earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year, for alleged using a prostitute's services in a day spa in Palm Beach County. The prosecutors say it was simply Kraft's bad luck and bad timing that he happened to be in the Orchids of Asia day spa when secret police cameras were turned on. But another view is that it was their terrible luck that Kraft, a 77-year-old who has a home in Palm Beach, was among the people Jupiter police caught in the act. In all previous prostitution stings at South Florida massage parlors, including a few with similar sneak-and-peek warrants for secret cameras, the cases resolved quietly and mostly out of the spotlight. Which is what I was talking about earlier. People want to take a plea deal. They want to get this over with, especially a charge like prostitution. Because you're not going to find many people who are like proud that they used a prostitute. I don't know why they shouldn't be. I mean... Whatever. I mean, there have been plenty of people who've pointed out that uh, the reason they'll use a prostitute is because you can send her home afterwards. It's fast and efficient. Right. You don't have to spend any more time on that relationship uh, than you absolutely want to. So for somebody like Robert Kraft or anybody else who's time challenged, this, you know, makes sense. Just when Robert Kraft thought he was going to the massage parlor to take a load off. Well, he did. Uh, he allegedly, he did off. that. Uh, they paid. The, they have video apparently, but now they can't show. They can't show the video. Oh, but you uh, should see it. Some good footage. Is, I, have wow. you, you, really, you should see when the linebackers <laughs> come in the tight ends. Sprightly seventy-something-year-old man. He can move. I'll tell you. <laughs> Few, if any, people uh, charged ever challenged prosecutions. They paid fines. They performed community service hours to avoid embarrassment. It's like a jackrabbit, a very old jackrabbit. <laughs> This time was very oh. different. Even before Kraft entered the picture, Americans were more sensitive to government snooping in their lives. After filing uh, the criminal charges against a proven winner in the New England Patriots boss with endless resources and legal firepower, prosecutors had a battle on their hands. Kraft made a sheepish public apology, but also employed a national legal team with a motto of playing to win. And they did just that. After picking apart practically every aspect of the police investigation, and the arguments made by prosecutors, Richard Kibbe, defense attorney who represents a dozen men who've been charged like Kraft, said the whole thing was infected and illegitimate. Kibbe from Martin County raised similar challenges on behalf of his clients. So it wasn't only Kraft who challenged these cases. He questions why law enforcement went to extreme lengths by using secret cameras to stop prostitution. Kibbe said, quote, somebody should have realized the significance of the fact that this is such an extraordinary invasion of privacy. It just seemed to be fast-tracked and green-lighted, and once it got momentum, nobody wanted to interrupt it. In February, law enforcement agencies publicly revealed they hid recording devices during investigations of 10 spas from Jupiter to Orlando. They said massage parlor. And what I want to know is how did they do that exactly? How did they gain access 
to these these businesses, private businesses, in order to hide their recording devices there? Did they go as clients and while the girl was out of the room or whatever or hadn't come into the room yet? You know, I don't know what this is. I don't know. I've never been to a massage parlor. I I don't know what the process is like. I don't know if you're waiting in there. You know, like if you go to a doctor's office, half the time you're waiting in there alone, right? Like you're waiting in a room for a doctor to come in. So you have a few minutes, right? If you wanted to pop something up on top of a shelf or something like that, nobody would be the wiser unless they're monitoring with their own cameras uh, in the room. So I don't know how they pulled that off. They said massage parlors were shut down and several women were charged with pocketing hundreds of thousands of dollars for running the prostitution businesses. Nearly 300 men were charged overall across Florida. Officials said their efforts were aimed in part at targeting suspected human trafficking at the massage parlors. But did they actually arrest anybody for human trafficking? Doesn't sound like it. I mean, we didn't hear any of those allegations. They didn't say Robert Kraft was having sex with a sex slave. They just said he was guilty of prostitution, which is a consensual act between individuals who are capable of consenting. Now, if it actually was a sex trafficked person, that's a sex slave and that's a real crime. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when we talk more about uh, the stories that you have, Johnson, about uh, legalizing prostitution, I've been to these hearings I've seen in a in New Hampshire what if it's a sex slave, but they don't tell you? That's they're the never real... going to. They're exactly. unlikely to so tell. How you. would you know? You know. Well, later on, once the bus happened, the police <laughs> would then question. <laughs> well, yeah. the people that they arrested. You're right. a detective. I mean, detect. Shouldn't there be some sort of like intent? I mean, you would think that the, you know, like if you were the John in this case, you don't know that you're having sex with a sex slave. No, that wouldn't be a charge for the John. <laughs> I guess unless yeah. the unless they did know, right? Like right. unless unless the John was told by a pimp or something that this girl's a slave and that like turned him on or whatever. If if yeah. the John was like a party to the sex slavery knowingly, then they, then he could be charged. But in most cases, you're right. They're going to keep that information from from the John. Um, but uh, you want to comment, you're welcome to. Anyway, when I've been to these hearings about decriminalizing prostitution, that's always what the police drag out. Because they come to oppose decriminalization. And they always talk about how, well, this is we need to keep this illegal because of sex trafficking. Well, actually, if you legalize it, it helps prevent sex trafficking. Exactly. We can exactly. talk more about that uh, on the way here. Your calls and thoughts also welcome. Plus, maybe a small update on Cody Wilson when we get to it. 855-450 free if you want to join us. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other. And that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. It's Free Talk Live. You dial in toll free. And bring up anything that you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733 with you tonight, Ian. And Johnson. Silver Dave. Yeah, and I want you to know about local.bitcoin.com. It is the brand new website launched by Bitcoin.com to allow you to buy and sell Bitcoin cash through a bunch of different methods. So whether it's PayPal, Venmo, Cash deposits in a bank account, remittances, cash in person, uh, or like a couple dozen other ways, you can easily purchase Bitcoin Cash or you can sell Bitcoin Cash in a global marketplace. And one of the things that sets 
local.bitcoin.com apart from some of the other uh, websites out there that might allow these you know online crypto sales to happen is on local.bitcoin.com the conversations you're having between buyer and seller are encrypted so there's nobody else not even the website owners can read those conversations that's useful. Plus, there's no what they call know your customer requirements. There's no identification. So that's if they were changing that for local bitcoins. Somehow. You're thinking of the the other site, localbitcoins.com, which is one of the original sites. That's who local.bitcoin.com is competing with. So interesting. That's I didn't a, know that there were two sites. Oh yeah, I thought that they were the same thing. No, no, no. There's a bunch of them. There's like local Ethereum. There's local. Uh, really? There might be a local Dash. I'm not sure. A lot of them don't have a whole lot of volume and. To be clear, local.bitcoin.com is brand new, so it's nowhere near as as deep as far mm-hmm. as the volume is concerned as, as say, local bitcoins. Right. But it's well-timed because you're right, Johnson, local bitcoins used to be a website where you could join relatively anonymously as a buyer or seller. Recently, earlier this year, local bitcoins got cracked down on by the fin, uh, the Finland government. And they said, well, we're part of the EU, you need to follow the rules, and you have to uh, impose know-your-customer requirements on all sellers. So they made it so that they made a big change where all sellers had to then mm-hmm. show their ID to the site. Well, that wasn't the only thing that they, they, stopped, they stopped them from doing. They also said, you can no longer allow people in Iran to use your site. That was earlier this year. And just most recently, like literally the weekend before local.bitcoin.com the new site launched the original local bitcoins stopped allowing local in cash pur- purchases <laughs> that was the reason that website was created in the first place right was to allow somebody to meet it like a mcdonald's or some other public place you know in the, the food court at the mall or whatever and transact give cash over in return for so the question for is who has a gun to their head uh, the uh, Finnish government, apparently, yeah. the fin- central bank of, of Finland or whatever, as I understand it. That's, Are they that's holding the, the gun or they have the gun pointed at them? Is- uh, the government is pointing guns at uh, local Bitcoin. So they, basically that site has been you know, still very popular, but it's nowhere what it used, used right. to be. It doesn't have the privacy aspect that it used to. So local.bitcoin.com is Bitcoin Cash, whereas local Bitcoins is for Bitcoin BTC. So Bitcoin Cash encrypted. And no, know your customer requirements. Mm. And they have what they call blind escrow because now Bitcoin Cash has the way uh, of having like uh, smart contracts. So one other key difference is on local Bitcoins, you have to have a wallet on the site funded with your Bitcoin. So if the site shuts down, you don't have access to your Bitcoin on that site. Whereas with local.bitcoin.com, there, are, there is no on-site wallet. That, so they're not holding your funds, which means they're not a custodian of your funds. You have control over your funds. You are the one who authorizes putting it into a smart contract. So basically their argument legally is we don't hold funds, so therefore we're not a money transmitter. Therefore, we're not of this and that. We're, we don't qualify mm. as any of these legal things. We just – we're a matchmaking service basically. We're helping buyers and sellers get connected, and we don't touch any of the money. They get a cut of the money from the smart contract once it completes, but that's it. It's pretty interesting. So check them out over at local.bitcoin.com. We can talk more about the Robert Kraft prostitution bust botching here in moments. But Will is on the line in Dallas. Will, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Yeah, hope all's well. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, yeah, uh, I had a question. Uh, you guys were uh, – well, first of all, I wanted to say uh, Sarah's doing great work uh, uh, representing the communist 
people of, of America. Sarah, our regular okay. caller who actually identifies as a communist. That one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's she. That, those are her. Hey, communist. That's what you look like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, question. You know, I've heard you guys talk about arrowwood dot org. Yeah. First of all, how do you spell that? E R O W I D. That's right. E R O W I D dot org. Great site. E R O W I D. Arrowwood dot org. I don't know where the name comes from. It sounds like you know some sort of. Uh, uh, what's it? The the guy that wrote the Lord of the Rings. It sounds kind of Tolkien <laughs> Tolkien esque. But I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a drug information okay, okay. site, a, a useful site that's been around for a couple decades now, I think, uh, that has all yeah. kinds of uh, frequently asked questions about a variety of drugs, including, um, you know, of course, psychedelics and such, illegal drugs. But also there's even information about many prescription uh, medications there as well. Very, very useful. Yeah. And one other question, is, or I think I've heard you guys tell say before that they, you can send things to them to have it tested. Oh, no. Um, Although Arrowwood, I believe, is a supporter of the testing site. You know what? They may be an actual like financial supporter. I'm not sure what the relationship is. There may be a relationship between ecstasydata.org. That's the testing site. And arrowid.org. There may actually be a relationship. I, you know, the more that I think of it, I think that there actually is. Um, But the the, ecstasydata.org. That's where you can go and you can look. You can see the tests that have been run on pills. Usually they're, they're MDMA or ecstasy pills or what are purported to be MDMA or ecstasy sent into this drug testing laboratory. You have to pay, you know, like a $40 fee for a pressed pill. Sure. It's a $100 fee, I think, if you have anything else. So, like, if you want to test heroin or LSD or something like that, um, you would pay a $100 fee for that. And it's a really useful service because drug users, you know, generally in the black marketplace, you know, if you're in a legal market, then you know exactly what you're buying. But in the black market, you have no idea. And in a lot of cases, buying drugs on the black market, you may get something that is completely different uh, than what it is being marketed as. So it's really actually a smart move for the uh, the informed drug user to send okay. their drug to uh, ecstasydata.org and then – what uh, what it does is they put it all up on the site publicly, so you get to see the results of everyone's tests, which means that you might actually be able to find the drug that you purchased without having to send it in. Because if somebody else has already sent the same thing in, you know, let's say you got you know a blue dolphin, right? Blue, pill or right, something. exactly, blue dolphin, and you bought it in uh, New York City or whatever. You can type in those things in the search, or just scroll back for a few months and and look at all the different uh, stuff that is on there. Turns out the stuff was Ajax, just like in the Cheech and Chong movie. Look out. I don't know if that's ever shown up, uh, but there are some dangerous chemicals that are being marketed as though it's ecstasy. And it's not. Not some, Sometimes it doesn't even have any ecstasy or MDMA in it at all. Um, and this is what will tell you that. It's very interesting. There are tests that you can get. Isn't there? There's a company, Dance Safe, right? Isn't yep. that the there are, I think they're tied in with from... it. I think they work with them. Yeah. What yeah. did you, you say that? Uh, Dance Safe, I believe, is where you can get tests from. Oh, you're talking about home testing? Yeah, home testing. At home test. To order your own home test. Those aren't bad, um, as I understand it. The chemicals, from what I... I'm not a chemist, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not a scientist. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, no, I'm just a talk show host. But as I understand it, those chemists or those chemicals that you order, they have a shelf life on them. Mm -hmm. It's not particularly long, so... 
unless you're testing drugs pretty often with with yeah. a home testing kit, if it's just sitting on not the shelf it. for six months or whatever, you probably it's probably not worth doing. And it's going to be a better test when you send it into the lab because they're using like real fancy. Uh, I think they call it mass spectrometer, chromatograph spectrometer, like high-end testing equipment to where they give you an absolute readout of exactly. I've done these at-home drug tests before, and you're like, you got to put the crush up the pill on a white plate and drop the droplets on it. you got to watch the chemical reaction, see what color it is, and you got to kind of match it up to a color chart, and it's kind of... It's not a more. It's, it's not a red to you. Erwin yeah. might be the last well, names of the executive uh, and uh, technical directors of the site Fire and Earth. Hold that thought, Will. It sounds like you got another question. We'll get into it here. Your calls and thoughts, whether it's on drugs or prostitution. It's a good night on Free Talk Live. <laughs> it's Free Talk Live. You dial toll free here. Bring up what you want. Our number, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Whether we're talking about prostitution or testing drugs. Uh, That's the call that we have on the line. We're going to continue with it because I think it's important information uh, that people know how to take drugs on a more safe basis. Because, you know, here on Free Talk Live, we may not endorse all drug use because some of it is you know pretty risky and dangerous but one thing that i do endorse is harm reduction and that is where somebody who's going to use drugs or who does use drugs can learn more about the drug that they're doing about how to be more safe with that drug so hopefully they can survive it you know they'd be less likely to have an overdose or something bad uh happen to them so we give uh we give advice like that on you know, how to learn more. And of course, arrowhead.org is a great website. And Johnson, you said that, I don't know if you said it on the air or off the air, but you actually found the names of the founders of Arrowhead. Looks like they are a husband and wife team that go by the name of Fire and Earth, or Earth and Fire, uh, Arrowhead. That meaning their last name is Arrowhead. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I suspect they're, a, I think they're an older couple. Uh, they like don't look that hippies. old in this no? picture that I'm looking at. And apparently they founded huh. it in. Uh, 1995. They look like they are in their 40s. Wow, you're right. Okay. Interesting. Well, then I suspect that uh, their parents were hippies or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But if you want to join us, you can. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. And then we'll get back into prostitution. That's kind of like the main topic tonight where we have uh, the details on how the police down in South Florida botched up the case against Robert Kraft and the other men who uh, and women who were arrested in the mass uh, prostitution investigation down there that uh, that sna- snagged Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. So we can get back into that. Plus, mind control. Silver Dave's in uh, the, the house tonight here. He wants to talk about that. If you want to join us, our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And I want to say thanks to uh, Chris Grigio, who is a Free Talk Live gold amplifier. Chris, uh, one of our oldest, longest-running Free Talk Live amplifiers. Thank you for supporting what we do here. You can join the AMP program for $5 a month over at amp.freetalklive.com. Chris is a gold amplifier, which means he's doing $10 a month. So definitely appreciate it. And uh, AMP helps us promote Free Talk Live to get on more radio stations around the country and bring new internet listeners on board and help people discover the ideas of freedom and harm reduction, which is what we were talking with Will about. Uh, And plus, you can get some cool perks 
for being an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com, PayPal, credit card, Bitcoin, BTC. You can sign up any way uh, that you choose there. It's amp.freetalklive.com. All right, Will, it sounded like you had more questions. We were talking about uh, drug testing through um, ecstasydata.org, which is a really useful website for discovering what it is that you may have purchased or your friends may have purchased on the black market and finding out whether or not it's the real deal. That can help people, that can help people survive, keep alive, rather than uh, taking something they didn't know that they were taking and then have a really bad reaction or possibly death uh, from it. So go ahead. Uh, you sound like you had more to say or more questions. Yeah, I did have more questions. And also, don't, remember, don't forget, save, help people to safely commit crimes, right? <clears throat> I'm sorry, what? And uh, help people safely commit crimes. Well, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, just want to point out that um, while having drugs or buying drugs may be a crime, it's in my mind nothing is a crime unless there's a victim, and in this case, I get it. I, I the user is not. And, and actually, I wanted to take uh, this opportunity to point out something that I think is is really worth noting about this subject, and it and it applies to prostitution as well as uh, the drugs. Yep. The only reason that the drugs are potentially dangerous, in my opinion, is because they're illegal. So, like, for example, if... Well, cocaine, that's one reason for sure. Well, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. But so, like, for example, if cocaine or heroin or whatever was not illegal and you could just buy a pound of it at the grocery store, then you would actually know what you're getting because... Correct. The manufacturers would, you know, manufacturers who, say, put cutting agents in there and so forth would get discovered and other companies who made better quality product right. would attract more customers... And you so don't like, buy a bo- bottle of aspirin off the shelf at Walgreens and wonder what's in it. You know exactly what's right. in it. Exactly. And I, you know, you guys kind of taught me that, by the way. Uh, oh, good. Lot. See, yeah, yeah, we're I helping. Mean, I mean, no, seriously. <laughs> it, 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 that's, not a, that's not a joke or whatever. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, and on a, on a related side note, by the way, hmm. having a vape pen that has marijuana in it yeah. in Texas is a, is a felony. My God. Texas yeah, is out of, is just a crazy place. Thank you, Will, for the call tonight. I appreciate it, man. Huh? Real hey, fast. How, how, I'm sorry. How can I? I'm, I worry about mailing something in to the, the you know that place. Oh, the drug detection and, labs. Well, yeah. And how do you get away with that? How do you, I mean? How's that? Yeah. Anonymous is what I'm trying to get at. Well, okay. So you're talking you, about uh, ecstasy data. Offline. Yeah. Thank you for the call, Will. I appreciate it. The ecstasydata.org, that website. They have instructions there on what you do. Um, so you include a piece of paper with the, the pill or whatever it is that you want them to test. And that paper has to include certain information. Uh, so they don't want your name. They don't care who you are. Your name and social security number. Right. Uh, yeah. No, they just want to <laughs> know. Where it'll be approximately at the time they receive it so we can come and arrest you. Yeah. They want to know what your, um, you know, what you thought it was supposed to be. So they'll tell you what it actually is. Um, they want to know, like, if you can, share where you got it, because that can be useful for other people to help find, oh, I got this same, like you said, Blue Dolphin in you know, New York City. Somebody else might have gotten the same thing and already sent it in. Um, so it kind of helps other people identify, oh, I already have that, so I don't have to send it. Or you know, maybe they feel more comfortable about not sending the drug if they can already find it or something that looks like it on the list. So you kind of describe the thing and where you got it. And you include the payment, which you don't use a credit card or anything like that. You just, you know, put cash in the envelope. And then at that point, if you're really paranoid, you don't want to send it out of your own mailbox, let's say, like at your house. Just drop it in one of those blue, you know, those postal service blue boxes that they have all around everywhere, basically. 
you know, they don't know. They're not monitoring that 24 hours a day. There's probably not a camera up watching that thing. They, when you, you know, when the person at the uh, the post office looks at the address, they're not going to know what it is. The address is like DDL. It stands for drug detection labs, and like anybody who were to Google the address would find out what it is. But when it comes to uh, the postal service, they have to have a warrant in order to open up your mail. So first of all, they probably wouldn't know it's your mail if you just uh, anonymously drop it in some random you know, blue postal mailbox. They'd have to be investigating you first, right? Like they'd have to be on your case and watching you 24 hours a day to know that you even went and did that. Um, so the you know the odds that anybody is going to discover this very very slim. You don't put a return address on it, by the way, in case that wasn't already obvious. You just address it to the place, put the stamps on it, and then drop it in a mailbox, and then off it goes. So it's pretty safe, pretty, pretty safe. low risk of yep. getting in trouble for doing this, and it's probably worth doing that because uh, it it at least then you have some idea of what you're right. getting. You know, if you get ten of them, send one in for a sample check before you do it. Because yeah. the problem with the overdoses and things is often because you don't know what you're getting and there's other stuff Correct. in there and-, and and that can cause problems. Like you know, it could you could have a heart attack for because of whatever bad in, interaction you had with one of these drugs that you didn't know uh, was in there. And if you're super paranoid, let's say that you know you're worried they're going to trace the handwriting on the package back to you, just print out the address and tape it on there. So you know, write it with they, your left hand. Then what are they going to do? Hand. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. How are they going to prove that it was you – know, anyway, I wouldn't worry about it. You know, the, the police aren't out there trying to find random packages that have one pill in them. They're also you know, they're, not very good at finding yeah. things. In fact, most discoveries no. they make, in my opinion, are, are accidental discoveries. Most busts sure. are accidental. Yeah, that's true. And I actually don't think that they and, – and because if they were good, if they were really yep. good at investigating, they would discover – that the people they work for are in on the drug game, like that they. You mean the, the postal service? War, not the postal, but deep down, as I know we talked about oh, last yeah, week. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the drugs, they're guarded by the soldiers. The whole thing is right. inside, deep, dark inside thing. And if well, the old uh, claim is the CIA has been involved in importing drugs for a long time. Now there's no way to prove it, but that's you know what yeah, they say. They're allowed say. to lie, and they can do anything they want. So right, and who's going to inspect what the CIA is doing? You know, there's nobody. Who, who inspects the inspectors, right? Who watches the watchers? There's nobody to check over their activities besides themselves. So there's, you know, that's where, that's where that investigation ends. If you want to join us here, our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. They're looking for big shippers, right? Like if, if they're investigating drug shipments, they're not looking for one, one pill. pill. You know, <laughs> that's not something we, they're going to spend. We got him. We got the blue right. dolphin. It yeah. looks like. <laughs> let's put let's put fifty thousand dollars of police resources on investigating who put the blue dolphin in the mail system. Well, actually, I have seen these funny pictures where like all the police are standing around like a desk. Oh, and yeah. They have they like got a quarter ounce of bus. weed on there and they all sure. like, their shotguns in their hand. But those proud. are like the cops that busted somebody. for They pulled over. You know, they, that, that's. Yeah. You know, it's like super troopers. The local crack house or something like that. It's also like all those busts that the cops are making when all these uh, these. uh Drug users give out their drugs at Halloween, you know, to put them in kids' candy. More coming up. Free Talk Live. She seems happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog. 
for life. The shedding has stopped, the itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Launching into the second hour of the program, you're invited to join us here. We've been talking prostitution throughout a good chunk of the show here so far. And there's more on how the police screwed up the case down in South Florida against not just Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, but other other people that they had arrested for uh, so-called prostitution down there. Uh, we can tell you more about that. Plus, New York may be legalizing it or decriminalizing it. Johnson has a story. Actually, you've got a story about New uh, New York and also one about Mexico City. So we can Mexico go to, City, yes. They're actually doing it in Mexico yeah. City. So we can tell you about that. Oh. Silver Dave joining us as well. Uh, wants to talk about mind control. And, of course, your calls and thoughts are also welcome. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Let's go to the phones. To the fun, we have RJ in minneapolis rj you're on free talk live go ahead lrn.fm and then you gotta go uh so the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE that's 855-450-3733 we go to sarah who's much more better behaved in new mexico sarah you're on free talk live Yes, I love these bad calls because I get my turn, you know, on the show. So, um, well, we don't love them because uh, I don't, I don't enjoy hitting the dump button, uh, but we will hit the dump button if somebody says something that uh, does not belong on the radio, and that person did, so they're gone. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I have something positive out of Albuquerque. I think that I think there's a such thing as a senior Olympic, and I think Albuquerque we're going to break the record of the largest. The largest senior um, Olympics being held, I think, starting this week. Boy, and, I am um, so well, uninterested in the Olympics uh, generally. <laughs> I can't imagine being interested in the senior Olympics either. But you know, good for them. I think it's great that people are getting out there and doing stuff. Oh, up oh, here comes Myrtle. They're, she's ahead. She's in the lead. Up. Oh, wait, no, she just broke her hip. They're I don't probably think in better win. shape than uh, than I am. <laughs> I'll well, be honest. You know, the reason that it's interesting is that 1,500 of the members are from here, from Albuquerque. So Jesus. the reason that we can How many people compete largest, in this thing? Well, I guess with walkers and kings and, you know, broken, I have no idea. No, I asked it, how many it. people. You said there were 1,000 uh, members. Does that mean that they're all competing or that they're, like, members in the Oldster Olympics supporters group or something like that or, like... I don't know well, what that means. One thing is that 1,500 of them live here in Albuquerque. Right, that's what I'm saying. How so many people are one, in the normal Olympics? Like when they have the regular Olympics, how many How many competitors? I mean, I know they have a lot of different events, so I presume there's quite a few, but is it in the thousands? How many 
How many of these uh, Olympic well, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at like maybe a couple thousand are from elsewhere that are flying in, renting down hotels. So this is a revenue, money-making, um, economic boost for uh, Albuquerque. So the retirees are bringing in to help uh, bring in money. So wait, you're saying our, the Olympics uh, are happening in Albuquerque, the, the elderly Olympics? That, that's correct. Okay. And, and the, that's, that's correct. The depend sales are through the roof, folks. <laughs> Thanks for the call, the Sarah. The economy boost. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Hey, Dave, incontinence isn't funny at all. What are you talking you know, I'll about? I'll tell you, actually, this Senior Olympics thing, as I'm picturing them with walkers and canes, this is actually starting to appear rather entertaining to me. Mm. I feel like, you know, and especially if it's like full contact, because, you know, they use the cane and pushing. I just feel like this is starting to look funnier the more I picture it. Could be. Like the, the football game, it's a little slower, but there's way more injuries. Check ESPN 7 for the schedule. Uh, so the toll-free <laughs> number here is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. Let's get back to the prostitution story here uh, out of Florida, the story from the Sun Sentinel about how this cops just botched it up. They said that several massage parlors were shut down and uh, several women, or I guess, well, it doesn't say several massage parlors. Massage parlors, so it could be two. Uh, several women were charged. That's not a whole lot. Several women. They did a huge investigation on multiple massage parlors, and they only busted several women. That's no more than, like, what, five? And think about, you said that they had these, they had cameras, they had video evidence. Secret we, cameras. We couldn't even figure out how they put these cameras in place, but I can only imagine they spent a ton of money on this. Oh, and yeah. And they busted, like, three people. Well, they did bust like, 300 men across Florida. So they went after the Johns big time uh, in this case. So, you know, your, your tax dollars hard at work, folks. Well, something was hard at work, but uh, <laughs> it was hard. And the question is, how many of the cops actually went in there to get service themselves uh, from these? And that might be places? what went wrong is that one of the cops, maybe the service, he was getting service and then maybe they stopped giving him the free service. You know, and then he, wanted, he got upset. To pay, yeah, I wanted to And then they're like, well, now we're going to shut them down. But as long as... That's the kind of know, petty stuff that you expect from the police, for sure. I, I, I actually think that's very possible that, you know, yeah. like they go in and it's it's just like the mafia, you know, like they go in and they get their service for free. Right. Until someone finally says, no, we're not, you have to pay. And then they get shut down. Officials said their efforts were aimed in part at suspected human trafficking at the massage parlors. They pointed to state health department inspections, suggesting that sex workers from Asia were living at the businesses. Well, that doesn't mean... Okay, this is what the police are constantly doing, and there's some quotes from them coming up here. But they are constantly trying to equate legitimate sex work, like, and what I mean by that is voluntary sex work. People whose career, chosen career, is to provide sex... To other people for money. That's what they do. Now, whether they do it legally or not is another question. In most places, it's illegal. But, you know, in Vegas or I guess not Vegas, but in uh, Nevada, in parts of Nevada, it's legal. In uh, other parts in, in Europe, it's legal. And in places uh, where it's legal, the girls get regular uh, testing. STD testing mm-hmm. and it's safe and you right. know what you're getting. Versus the places where it's illegal, it's really dirty and really nasty. And so, like, the fact that diseases are more existent, you could thank the laws Absolutely. for that. Thank the police. And so, like, thank the police Next for making it more BD dangerous for you to have sex with someone who's not a prostitute, even, because it all travels and spreads yep. to outside of that. So, you know, so, like, every time you do anything and it's more dangerous, thank, thank a, a policeman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
quote, obviously our concern in this investigation centers around the possibility of victims of human trafficking. The appearance of that, said Jupiter Police Chief Daniel Kerr in February, adding that customers enable such illicit businesses to, quote, flourish. State Attorney Dave Ehrenberg called human trafficking, quote, evil in our midst, unquote, adding that there is the, quote, cold reality that many prostitutes in cases like this are themselves victims, often lured into this country with promises of a better life, unquote. So... Um, if many of the prostitutes are victims, then why aren't they going ahead and, uh, and identifying that in this case? You busted several women here. Why not point out how many of these poor victim prostitutes you were saved. actually victims? Yeah, they saved. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. If you saved these ladies from making a living, then well, can't we like talk about how many people you saved, like you rescued them? Well, from- yeah, that's the claim is they rescued them from the grip of these evil pimps who are threatening them. Because the the old story, and it's true in in some cases, is of a of a uh, somebody who's employed as well, not employed, but somebody who's being forced into sex work. Somebody who is a sex slave is doing it against their will, and in a lot of cases, they're being threatened. So this is the reason why the the sex slave will not run away. Right? And and the only reason that that the sex workers who do use pimps, the only reason they even need pimps, once again is for protection from the government, from the system. No, the pimp isn't going to protect them from the system. They it's bail them pre- out. They, they, oh, that, that does happen. They yeah, protect, sure. Because if it, I, just, I keep error on the side of that. If it was legal, you wouldn't need all that stuff. You wouldn't need the pimp. Everything would be safe. Everything, it's just, I just, I just can't get over. Well, you like, may still have somebody, whether it's a pimp or a madam or whoever, somebody may be the connector, the person who finds the Johns and, you know, brings them together. The pimps also can provide some level of protection as well, you know, from a, like a violent John, because there can be, you know, men who may actually want to victimize the woman in these circumstances as well. So there are some other risks that the pimps can help. Of course, the pimps themselves are known for being violent in some cases, so they're not. Yeah, uh, I, I just think know. that if it was more open that. It would be safer. Absolutely, be just everything uh, about it. And right. It, the girls in uh, in Nevada, if they don't like their working conditions, they up they, and leave. It's like a job. You could go to yeah. a different job. That's right, or start your own. The toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. So yeah, they didn't tout any saving of any uh, you know victims here. They didn't say that they rescued any of these prostitutes from slavery. You know, if they had, I'm sure they would have pointed that out, but they didn't. More coming up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We're talking about uh, sex slavery. The allegations police are making saying they're prostitution investigations. That's what it's all about. It's about saving these women. It's about helping them. Getting them out of their sex slavery that they've been forced into. But yet, when they uh, you know, are parading around the numbers, the statistics about the recent 300 men that were arrested in association with these uh, massage parlor investigations that they did in South Florida, they also are touting that they have arrested several women, but they didn't say they saved them. They didn't say these women were victims. They didn't find a single one of them because you know if they did, mm. they'd be they'd be showing her off or the, you know the very least claiming <laughs> that they found her. And a question was brought up: Well, how do you know if a person was like sex trafficked or whatever sex trafficking? Uh, you know they would they would be able to say this person doesn't have their papers, 
you know, their 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 documents to be an American naturalized whatever person. So like, I feel like they could identify that. Maybe they could have quantifiable number if they actually save quote say like you said if they actually quote saved anybody. They, there's a way that they could identify that they found. You know, well the woman could claim who, it. She could say, "Hey, I'm a victim here." That's that's a good point too. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that. Happened. And how, how many how many times do you think that's happened? Where the policeman like, "Yeah, right, lady," <laughs> and then they just throw the book at her. So what you're saying is, is if they found an actual victim of this, that they would then profit from using her. Yes, of course they would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so I'm just saying that they would basically be prostituting her <laughs> in a way. Yeah, for their benefit, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the toll free number, if you want to join the discussion, a 450 free, maybe you're against the legalization or decriminalization. We're going to find out what they're doing in Mexico city, uh, coming up here in moments where they're actually moving forward with, uh, some level of decrim. Johnson's got that story, but you can join us at a 450 free. And if you're trying to reach the cryptocurrency market, or maybe you want to spread mass awareness of your crypto technology, you need a communications company that specializes in the field. You don't just want to use your typical PR firm. Leveraging 35-plus different brands, part of the Investor Brand Network, and more than 5,000 downstream distribution partners, Cryptocurrency Wire combines the power of specialization with mass market reach. With their help, you can start connecting with crypto-friendly journalists and more than 1.6 million followers. Their commitment is to get the most eyes possible on your big news while it's fresh. Domestic or international, they can reach 56 different countries and provide translation services as well. If your company is an important, relevant newsmaker, you need someone that specializes in the field to get your message heard. CryptocurrencyWire.com. And here at Free Talk Live, we've used their services. CryptocurrencyWire.com. So once again, the police claiming this is all about helping the women, even though they don't actually have any proof that they helped any women except helping them into a jail cell. But State Attorney Dave Ehrenberg's office walked back their claims, telling Kraft's judge that there was no evidence of human trafficking. So they actually admitted under oath in court that they didn't find anything. After uh, spending however much money and time and and police manpower busting what is essentially a a couple of jack shacks in, uh, in South Florida. Officials say uh, it was just misdemeanor solicitation of prostitution charges for the men and felony charges, felonies, of making money from prostitution for the women. Boy, they're really helping these ladies. Helping them get a felony Mm. record on their their rap sheet. That'll help them get other jobs. Yeah, right? Keep them out of the illegal market (laughs) where they can make a bunch of money regardless of their legal status. That's a good point. I mean, instead instead of condemning these ladies... With such a such a charge, you know, you'd think that if they really cared about helping people, they would like, you know, help them assimilate into a job that isn't in sex work. Right. But by giving them that felony, like like you just pointed out, Johnson, that I think it's a really great point. Once they get a felony for sex trafficking, now they're like permanently going to have to do this. Any now felony like period, no escape. Yeah, any felony period, it gets way mm-hmm. harder to get any kind of job anywhere. Uh, Kraft's lawyers or officials said they had hoped the sex workers would cooperate with investigators so they could bring more serious charges. But that didn't happen. Kraft's lawyers... Let's let's cooperate with the people that might give us a felony. Right. (laughs) Kraft's lawyers ripped the authorities for misleading a judge into approving the sneak and peek warrant by providing a false narrative of human trafficking. They also accused officials of attempting to, quote, deceive the public and justify law enforcement's overreach with their clandestine video surveillance. After judges approved the sneak and peek warrants, police used tactical ruses 
Here you go, Dave. Here's how they did it. It's what we were wondering about earlier. So they could install the cameras in the massage rooms and the lobby. The cops said they needed to investigate a suspicious package, creating a bomb scare. They scared these women. They scared these businesses into thinking somebody had called in a bomb threat against their business. Can you imagine that? That's, that is scary. And, and coming it, from the police, you'll believe lied. it. They lied. Yeah, they lied. They lied. Yep. And they said, that's terrible. Yep. So they sent the bomb squad in with cameras while the place was evacuated. And that's when they did the dirty deed of planting the cameras in the rooms. Once the cameras were rolling at Orchids of Asia, Robert Kraft arrived at 444 in the afternoon on January 19th at about, uh, excuse me, and about 11 a.m. on January 20th. So he actually uh, went there more than once. Uh, prosecutors described the encounters in graphic detail, noting how Kraft paid in cash, then got completely naked for sex acts. The videotaping of the business lasted for five days, leading to the charges against Kraft and 24 other men. Prosecutors argued that Kraft lacked a, quote, legitimate claim to an expectation of privacy, and even less so because he was present on both occasions to conduct criminal business transactions, unquote. But Kraft challenged the warrant, which had permitted the use of secret cameras as unlawful. Palm Beach County Judge Leonard Hunter agreed that planning cameras was necessary to infiltrate crime. He wrote, quote, the unique circumstances of massage room creates the need for an unusually intrusive law enforcement technique. So he's back in the police. This is what happens, by the way, when the law enforcement and the prosecutors themselves secretly visit the sex workers on the side. They say, okay, I'm going to need you to role play. I'm going to need you to role play that I have a suspicious package. (laughs) Hanser concluded, uh, the judge also agreed with prosecutors, the police weren't obligated to use other common tactics for the prostitution sweeps, such as using undercover officers. But Hunter concluded the warrant still broke federal law because police didn't do enough to focus only on crimes and to minimize the camera's intrusiveness. At all of the spas with the secret cameras, police wound up recording people receiving lawful services. So apparently not everybody going to these places were conducting prostitution, even though the focus was only supposed to be on men paying for sex acts. Failing to be vigilant and not record women, quote, is a serious flaw in the search warrant, especially considering the search warrant did not allege that women were seeking illegal contact. So apparently women were actually receiving massages at these parlors. Uh, He called it unacceptable that, quote, some totally innocent women and men had their entire lawful time spent in a massage room fully recorded. Ooh, imagine if you were a customer at this place and you just literally you just went there to get a massage. And they videotaped you. Yeah, and the cops are watching the, you. The police watched Creepy. you. That's just, that's, I think that's not only is that rude, they lied to get in there. They said a bomb threat. They lied about that. They scared people. Terrorism. And they're probably getting naked, by the way, right? Even though it's a legitimate massage, they're probably stripping that's down. That's right, you do. And and I've gone to a right. massage place. I didn't get like a happy ending or anything. I just, right. you take off your clothes and you get under the get blanket under, thing. Right, a towel. If or I found out that they videotaped me, I would be very upset because I expected that I was privacy. That's right. Uh, the toll free number here is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. More on the illegality behind these investigations. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Dogosud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up. 
Rinse away. Try Dargo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live, you dial toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. Silver Dave. So we're talking about prostitution, specifically the details of how the cops really screwed up uh, the case down, or the multiple cases, uh, because they arrested hundreds of men. And several women in the uh, prostitution cases down in South Florida uh, earlier this year that involved Robert Kraft, who's the uh, billionaire owner of the New England Patriots. We'll tell you more about that because there's more dirty, seedy details as far as how the police were behaving uh, in these cases. We already found out that they basically illegally planted cameras uh, in these locations using uh, subterfuge to claim that there was a bomb threat against the business. Then they you know, evacuated it, and then they went in and hid the cameras. And even though a judge didn't rule against that aspect of it, he did rule against it because they ended up recording people doing entirely normal massage things. This, this is really disturbing to me in particular because I'm thinking about, you know, first, all these people that went to this massage parlor to just get regular massages, they were recorded unknowingly so... They were right. violated, and then that also makes me think about even more. How far does this go? Does this mean that they can install cameras in the bathroom because they think that there might be prostitution going on in the bathroom at Walmart so that they put cameras in, in there? In a stall? In the stall. Yeah, like how far can they go? Good question. And and this is just like, they, think about how many people were violated by the police. I mean, if they caught hundreds of people, that makes me feel like Thousands, thousands were thousands recorded. Thousands of people right. were recorded that didn't yep. do anything wrong, that that were violated. Like that's just horrible. Yep. That's a and great point. That's that's. I think that's really bad. And that to me, like those police should be arrested. Well, it's probably not going to happen. But yeah. there, probably not going to happen. There is they, a lawsuit. Okay, and they actually touch on that coming up here against the police. Like but it's personal, a civil suit. they should personally be be sued. Yeah, if only you like, could. You can't. Unfortunately, they have uh, what they call like sovereign immunity or whatever. There's these qualified immunity. There's these different types of legal protections that bureaucrats have uh, that you and I don't have. And so simply because they're the police, and in a lot of cases, all they have to do is say that, well, we thought it was legal what we were doing, and then the, you know, they just are not held responsible for anything that, that they do. Now, look, whether you're operating a massage parlor or some other kind of business, you can accept cryptocurrency easily by going to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. The folks over at AnyPay.Global have made it super easy to accept things like Bitcoin and Dash, Zcash, Bitcoin Cash, and several other cryptocurrencies at your point of sale. Or maybe you just want to have an app on your phone to make it easy to just accept crypto. Maybe you don't want to pull out your wallet and show somebody your cryptocurrency balance. You just want to be able to receive crypto from somebody. AnyPay makes it super easy. Go to helpmetakebitcoin.com. The steps are fast. It's If you're new to cryptocurrency and you're intimidated by this, you'll be surprised at how simple it is. Just go through the steps HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. Literally within moments, you're going to be set up to take multiple cryptocurrencies 
into your cryptocurrency wallet. Don't have a wallet yet? Don't worry. That's the first step over at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. As we continue here, after the craft headlines made or craft made headlines I, around the world, I just want to mention something you're saying about the police. Don't forget that uh, there's a statistic out there, and this is from a CNN article that uh, between 2005 and 2013, police were arrested for 636 counts of forcible fondling. Oh my! 405 counts of forcible rape. Now this is and, like against their the people they've they, they've taken from various different crimes. Yeah, this is well, but, this and this is over the course of you know. What is that? Uh, 2005 to 2013 would be eight years. And this is in the United States yes. wide? Okay. Yeah, United States wide. Uh, so, And that's just arrests. So who knows how many times they've gotten away with right. it, right? Way you know, more. Where I mean, somebody was intimidated and didn't say anything right. to anybody. And I, I would imagine that that's the iceberg. I call it the iceberg concept. Yep. Where yeah. The part you see above the water is much smaller. Yeah. So like the that's ones that get scary. caught. The yeah. scary. Yeah. And, and you know who they're doing it to, right? Like young women. Um, remember, there was the story. I don't know if you guys were aware of this. I, I didn't even get to 219 counts of forcible sodomy. Was my one of God? The, yeah. So I mean, that's you know thousands of instances, an average of around like you know 45 a year or something like that. Of yeah, of they bust some girl for uh, underage drinking, like they would do. There was a police chief in New Hampshire who got busted for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, after again, how many times he did it, we have no idea. He br- brought a girl, young, you know, college age girl, brought her in for whatever stupid violation of, you know, open container or, you know, it was you know it was nothing that she did, and then he brings her down into the police basement and demands that she strip for him as he takes pictures. That's what he did. And, you know, that's that's light compared to what you're talking about, Johnson, actual like sexual rape or whatever. In this case, it was just naked photographs. But still, it gives you some idea of what these people think they can get away with. And in many, many cases, absolutely do get away with. So I guess, you know, and and I guess that there is a like a secret list. A lot of these police departments actually keep of their own um, misdoings or whatever, like the officers who are. Uh, problems. Okay. And so, uh, for there's uh, in New Hampshire, I guess there's a you know like a petition or whatever to to release that list. Yeah, I think they call know, it the Lori list here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've heard of it. That's a that's a great point because imagine if you were like the police chief and you had a bunch of officers working under you that got involved in things that were you know very dirty. You probably didn't want to bust them because it makes you look bad as a leader. It would go public, too, right? Yeah, like, then here's this. So they kind of have to, like, cover it up and Mm -hmm. just kind of keep it in-house. So, like, you know, you can imagine that the guys that are doing the investigation, they don't like to bust each other because it makes them look bad. Right. So it just makes you wonder how much more, and it might get you killed, how much more do these guys do that we don't know about? And I bet it's a lot. I bet you're right about that. Uh, after the craft case made headlines, some of the innocent people, who again, the people who were just in the uh, the massage parlor for an actual real massage, sued the Jupiter police and the state attorney over the videos. That case is still pending. Hanser signed an order temporarily restricting prosecutors, this is a judge, from releasing to the public the videotapes featuring craft over the objection of media outlets, including Sun, Florida Sentinel, uh, media lawyers argue the public has a right to see the evidence in a pending criminal case. Kraft's lawyers now want to have them permanently sealed. Another controversial aspect of the case is how Jupiter police officers pulled over the cars of the people who had just left the spa. 
Prosecutors explained that the cops weren't going after actual traffic violations. It was just a legal way to obtain the identities of people who were videotaped committing crimes. Quote, no traffic violation need occur, they wrote, adding the officers had no clue about Kraft's identity until they pulled over his chauffeur-driven Bentley and looked at his Massachusetts driver's license. Kraft also made small talk and flashed his Super Bowl ring. But Kraft's legal team, led by Alex Spiro and others, argued there had to be a true traffic violation to justify the stop. They also said that because the videos were illegal, the identification of Kraft also had to be thrown out, and the judge agreed on that point. We got the big macaroni. We got him. The New York lawyer expert who was looking at the case said, So these car stops they made based on the video surveillance, they're improper, certainly not admissible. It's fruit of the poisonous tree. And that's a legal concept that says that if the police did something illegal to gather evidence, everything from that illegal gathering mm. is thrown out. It's the fruit of the poisonous tree. They, they failed. They did something illegal. They broke their own rules. They got caught doing it. So even if you caught this person red-handed, or in this case with something in their hands or whatever, uh, it's got to be thrown out. Even if they're on video, even if they obviously committed a crime, it has to be thrown out because the police broke the law in order to get it. Judges in Palm Beach, Martin, and Indian River counties declared rulings Uh, In rulings this month, the warrants were illegal and none of the sex video evidence can be used to prosecute Kraft or any of the other men caught in the bust. That means the misdemeanor prosecutions won't proceed unless an appeals court overturns the trial judge's rulings. Toll-free numbers, uh, if you want to join us here, is 855-450-FREE. That's pretty much, there's a little more to the story, but that's pretty much it as far as the the illegality of uh, how the police were behaving in this case. We got some good news about prostitution in Mexico City, maybe some out of New York as well. Johnson's got that story coming up, and you can join us on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free if you want to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, we have been focusing on the issue of prostitution here tonight, starting out with a story about how the government screwed up a uh, major case out of South Florida where they arrested hundreds of Johns and arrested a handful of prostitutes as well in an undercover investigation that was based on uh, some pretty fraudulent behavior on the part of the police. So, you know, illegally, I would say illegally pointing or point, uh, planting uh, the cameras in the massage parlors using uh, lies and scaring the massage par- parlor employees and owners into thinking a bomb threat had been uh, issued against their business, then sneaking after, after that point or going in with their bomb you know, squad and then having the bomb squad actually, uh, or whoever it was, maybe it wasn't the bomb squad, maybe it was just some uniformed cops, but having their men go in and then plant cameras in the massage parlor's rooms and then ultimately recording an uncounted number. We do not know how many innocent people were recorded, but apparently if hundreds, as you pointed out, Silver Dave, if they've made hundreds of arrests over you know all this time, and this was in more than one massage parlor, then that means there were way more people who were just getting regular massages, many of whom are now suing uh, the police and the prosecutor's office over these planted uh, hidden cameras. I mean, it is an absolute mess. Then lying to uh, and falsely pulling people over after they left the massage parlor. And the thing is that at this massage parlor, it is standard to take off your clothes. Right. 
So they installed secret video. They lied. First of all, I think lying is wrong. I think lying is not morally right. But they can do it legally. But they can legally lie, which already I feel like when the people who supposedly are supposed to to force morals upon people are immoral themselves. Everything else they do is Everything they do is wrong. But then they're putting secret – they lied to put secret cameras in a place where people knowingly undress, even people who are not doing anything wrong – this actually makes me think, where else are the cameras? When mm-hmm. you go to the bathroom at Walmart, are there cameras in there? If they're Hope suspicious not. that something is happening at Walmart, are they going to put cameras in there? When you go to right. the bathroom... Because sometimes people have sex in uh, bathrooms, right? They have sure, sex Sure, in- sure. So does that mean that if the police suspect that there's a Walmart employee somewhere that's that's like selling a sex service there, that, that means they're going to install cameras? It's crazy. It's creepy. And that's really creepy because I feel like there's obviously a lot more than we know about. There's always more that well, we plus don't you know, know that the, the mm. cops are sort of notorious for being horn dogs themselves, a lot of them, and uh, you know obsessed with sex. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were very interested in the female clients that were coming into these uh, massage parlors because that's what the the story here pointed out was that they recorded people, women who were the massage receivers coming in and receiving massages, obviously stripping down in the same mm-hmm. way that we've read stories about perverted TSA agents, you know, operating the, uh, the whatever te- technology that, you know, shows you with your clothes off. Remember, there was a story about that years ago. So these sorts of roles attract the perverted types when they know that they're going to have the opportunity to look at people naked that no one else would be able to see except for their husband or you know girlfriend or whatever. That's a very powerful kind of feeling, right? And they like control and they're freaks. Right. Great combination. Yeah. There you go. So, Johnson, there's some good news that you had to share tonight, it sounds like, coming out of Mexico City That's right. surrounding prostitution. Uh, where's the story coming from? So this story is coming from... From activistpost.com. All right. Um, And it says that Mexico City is to decriminalize sex work to combat human trafficking. Oh, that's the opposite of what the police in the United States say. Yeah. They say we need to keep it illegal to combat human trafficking. Right. Well, when are the United States police actually correct? Rarely. (laughs) A broken clock is right. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. mm, Not on this issue. Yeah. Uh, On Friday, lawmakers in Mexico City gave the green light to decriminalizing sex work in the capital city. Officials are hopeful that the change will help curb a sex trafficking epidemic Mm. to which thousands of Mexican women and children have become victim. The UN estimated that there were 236,930 sex workers in Mexico in 2016 alone. I like how they get it down to the 900. I know they're like 932. <laughs> we estimated with a uh, you know microscope, like, like a clicker, and uh, having people go through uh, you know probably those, because the police slept with that many of them. That's cattle how they fences. Were able to count it. <laughs> we gotcha. literally counted them. Um, lawmakers voted 38 to zero in favor of a bill that will remove one line from a civic cultural law indicating sex workers and their clients can be fined or arrested if neighbors file a complaint. Eight members of Congress abstained. Wait, this is just to clarify. I might have been a little distracted. This is post the decriminalization? Yeah. yeah. So so lawmakers voted 38 to 0 in mm-hmm. favor of a bill that will remove one line from civic culture law indicating workers and their clients can be fined or arrested if neighbors file a complaint. 
Okay, so and that's they're going to remove that line. Okay, so they're okay. no longer going to be able to be fined or arrested, and the neighbors can complain all they want. Huh? Essentially, is what's going to happen because that law, will, that line will be removed. Eight members abstained, so it was thirty-eight to zero. Uh, while sex work is legal in Mexico, each of the country's thirty-one different states have different and occasionally oh. unclear laws and policies. Okay. Unfortunately, the disconnect is. In regulation, leaves space for exploitation and trafficking. Hmm. According to the U.S. State Department, Mexican women and children are most at risk in a country that is a source, transit hub, and destination for both adults and children forced into various forms of human trafficking, including hmm. sex trafficking and forced labor. Tomastocles Vill Villanueva, a representative with the Morena Party, said, It's... A first step that has to lead to regulation of sex work, to fight human trafficking and strengthen the rights of sex workers. Exercising sexuality in our country is still a taboo uh, topic that few of us dare to talk about. A lot of Catholics, right, down mm -hmm. in Mexico. It's yeah. a very popular religion down there, and so that's probably part of the explanation as to why it is so taboo. Ironically, there are a lot of whores featured in the, the Catholic you know, Catholicism, right? Is that right? I don't know. A whore of Babylon. Okay. You know, like Jesus, uh, you know, hung out with prostitutes. These are all things that are right. sort of commonly no, known. No, Jesus hung out with the prostitutes. He did not arrest the prostitutes. Yeah. He did not uh, molest the prostitutes. He did not, you know, kidnap the, you know, and abuse them. He tried to convert them or whatever, tried mm -hmm. to be kind. Accept uh, them, to them for yeah. what they were doing. Right. Yeah. So... Exercising, he said, uh, I guess he goes on, Villanueva added, exercising sexuality in our country is still a taboo topic that few of us dare to talk about. Uh, according to The Guardian, Mexico is listed as a tier two nation in the U.S. The U.S.'s uh, trafficking in persons report, hmm. meaning it does not meet the minimum standards for the elimination of trafficking, but it is making significant efforts to do so. While the modification to the existing law is a welcome change to those in the know, not everyone thinks it goes quite far enough. I would El agree. Elvira Madrid, founder of Brigada Calajera, a sex workers' rights group, said that sex workers are need a legal framework that offers them protection. Eduardo Santalan, a Mexico City congressman who is also with the Morena Party, said that strengthening anti-trafficking public policy should come next. Uh, we think that the big challenge of this Congress will be making both of these fundamental uh, both of these fundamental principles principles compatible this is a very weirdly structured sentence it could be bad translation yeah uh still others are concerned that the decriminalization of sex work will only serve to provide cover for human traffickers supporters of decriminalization however maintain that criminalizing the career sends it deeper underground thus yes. sending the problems underground as well <laughs> right. criminalization it's kind of obvious criminals criminalization also opens the doors for abuse by organized crime and police Right. The bill approved on Friday came after a previous version was criticized by both sex worker and human rights groups. Well, it's a little bit of progress. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've got more to the, that's, the story. That's it but, for this particular story. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of progress. And unfortunately, that's all we can expect from governments is if they're going to move in a direction, it will be a glacierly pace. I mean, it is going to be brutally slow 
people will still end up getting arrested because they they said that they can they're removing the sentence about somebody can complain and that will cause an investigation. Well, there's there's no fine or arrest anymore. Oh, there's really? No, essentially, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were only was, striking the, the before, investigation line before they could only be arrested or fined if someone complained. Which, of course, oh, meaning we they, have a complaint. I it's see. anonymous, right? That's okay. how that works, right? I see what you're saying. So you're saying even though there may not be a complaint, they still won't be able to conduct an investigation independently. As, as, They're not going to yeah. be able to do a no sting operation. No amount of complaining now will allow them to arrest or find anybody, essentially. All right. Except that the police won't actually know that changed the law. For, you know, like, they won't <laughs> right. know anyway, so they'll still arrest you. And that happens. You'll have to just, you know, oh, yeah, well, the court sorted out. Right. I don't know, know if uh, in Mexico is anything like the United States where uh, wrongful arrest can cause uh, cost police departments... You know, I don't know thousands either, it, and thousands of dollars. It rarely costs them anything here when they do yeah, it. More coming up it here. It's, it's free talk live. Our three net Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Local.bitcoin.com. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Inviting you, if you want to join us here, you may. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE here on the radio waves with me, Ian. And Johnson. Silver Dave. Coming up, Silver Dave wants to talk about mind control. We've been talking about prostitution throughout most of the show. Looks like Mexico City is decriminalizing prostitution. It's actually... Was it unanimous, uh, Johnson, the vote by the city council? Uh, 38 to 0 with 8 abstaining. Wow. That's pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much unanimous of those who voted. Uh, very, very big news there. And, uh, of course, you're welcome to share your thoughts. Uh, as we learned, prostitution is not illegal federally in Mexico, but mm-hmm. each state uh, does, and there's several of them, a bunch of them. Uh, does have their own sort of patchwork of rules. So this only is Mexico City, but it's a good starting point. And the more that we can see prostitution decriminalized, the more evidence we're going to have of the truth, which is that if it's criminal, it's driven underground, which means that there's more likely to be sex trafficking victims involved. Whereas if it is legal or at least decriminalized, it's more likely that more voluntary uh, participants are involved. But even though it's illegal, like here in New Hampshire, it's illegal to conduct prostitution uh, as a John or a a prostitute. However, uh, when they've had the hearings on decriminalization here, there are some sex workers who will come out, not from New Hampshire, that come from like Rhode Island or other states, sort of like sex worker spokespeople for the various different organizations Mm -hmm. that represent sex workers, um, you know, people, ladies who are usually like retired or whatever, they're they're not in it anymore, but they'll come out and they'll say all these claims the police are making about sex trafficking. It's bunk. That's not to say it's impossible that somebody is out there being sex trafficked. Obviously, it does happen. But of the people that they've worked with, of the, you know, the prostitutes they see in the streets, of the prostitutes that they know, they're there voluntarily. The super majority of them are there because they want to do that work for whatever reason. Now, 
maybe they're there because they're drug addicted and this is a way for them to, you know, their pimps give them drugs or whatever. But that's still a voluntary choice. That's not sex trafficking. Right. Sex trafficking is when you are enslaved by somebody and you are told that if you leave, either something bad will happen to you or something bad will happen to your family. That's usually from the, you know, the, the stories we've read over the years about this topic. That's why, you know, because you would ask yourself, well, why doesn't the girl just run away? Right. Well, the reason why is because they're told we're going to kill your sister. We know where your little sister lives. We know where your mother lives. We know where your family lives. We're going, we're going there. If you run, you might get away from us, but your family won't get away from us. And whether it's true or not, it's enough to scare somebody into staying right where they are because they don't want their family to get harmed because of them trying to escape from the sex traffickers. Right. So, you know, and legalization or decriminalization means that more people can perform these acts without fear of arrest. And that means more people will be able to, uh, you know, bring their services to that marketplace, which is a marketplace that is never going away. There's always going to be a demand for sexual services on, uh, you know, wherever. It's the oldest profession, right? right? Wherever on the planet that you happen to be. So, uh, Johnson, you had other related news on this as well uh, out of New York City. That's right. Or is it New York State? Um, I believe it's New York State, technically. All right. Um, oh, let me see. Hold on. Sorry. That one was... Uh, I'm not no worries. Right I know there was actually a New York Times article about this that I, I saw that I put in my show prep recently. I don't know if it was particularly short it looked like it was actually really in depth uh getting into the story plus on the way silver dave wants to talk about uh mind control so i definitely want to get into that uh you want to join us the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE that's 855-450-3733 and we have the discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm the more that you found did you yeah, find I got it, it yeah. Did you want to share some from that? Sure. Yeah. So this one is uh, about the fact that U.S. states, and it's fun, funny enough, coming from the independent. Oh, okay. So, In the U.K. Yeah, yeah. The okay. U.K. independent. Um, U.S. states considered decriminalizing prostitution. Uh, marijuana has gone mainstream because, yep. you know, gambling is everywhere. And we sports. even read a story uh, this week about me- uh, medicinal mushrooms in, right. in Denver, actually recreational mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, Denver voters uh, voted to lower the police priorities to like near zero as far as mm-hmm. enforcing that. And now um, what city was it in California? There was Oakland. Oakland, California, doing the same yeah. thing, not just to mushrooms, but to all entheogenic plant substances. Yep. So peyote, for instance, right. uh, lowest police priority. So we're so, starting to see some cracks in the but, war on drugs. But the thing is, they letting they're 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 letting certain drugs get through. Or they're legalizing the ones that don't have highly addictive qualities, like that's the true. Heroin and the cocaine. The 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 powers that be, they want to control those ones. Oh yeah, well they still want to control make them. the most money. But like mushrooms, like you can't do mushrooms every day. So they're like, fine. Well, they'll, there are some people who actually do uh, <laughs> well, microdosing. Me, well, okay, so maybe not. But it's not. But it doesn't. It's not addictive. It like doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make those big profits. So they're like. It's really like they're appeasing the masses. Well, we'll give you a little bit of freedom, but yeah. we still own you. Oh, well, they, even when they legalize it, Dave, they still own it because they yeah. still control it. They have all the regulations around it. Then they're taxing it and making billions off of taxes. That's, that's a good point. 
So uh, they, this uh, article goes on to continue and says, uh, and it's also mentioned sports wagering and gambling. Uh, and then they say, yeah, there's prosti- been decrim on that too. You're yeah. right. Could prostitution be next? Lawmakers across the country are beginning to reconsider how to handle prostitution as calls for decriminalization are slowly gaining momentum. And uh, it says decriminalization bills have been introduced in Maine and Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. A similar bill is expected to be introduced to the city council in Washington, D.C. in June. And lawmakers in Rhode Island held hearings in April on a proposal to study the impact of decriminalizing prostitution. I swear, if New Hampshire is again the last state in New England to uh, decriminalize prostitution, it'll be so frustrating. New York may be next. Democratic lawmakers are about to propose a comprehensive decriminalization bill that would eliminate penalties for both women and men yeah. engaged in prostitution, as well as the Johns whom they service. That's great news. And by the way, like I've never been interested in hiring a prostitute. I'm not, you know, that's just not something I want to do. I'm not going to get all excited because I want to do it. And I just haven't because it's <laughs> illegal. I mean, you know, anything you want to do, most people are going to do it, whether or not it's legal is you know not right. really a factor for most people but i celebrate this because i know it's good for the people in that business i know mm-hmm. it's going to as you pointed out earlier dave it's going to lower the incidence of sexually transmitted diseases spreading around that's good for everybody uh when that happens it's going to lower the incidence of violent crime of these women and and johns who suffer violence within the the black market trade and a prison there'll be less people going to prison that Taxpayers would pay for in in sort of a way. Yep, that's true as well. Uh, And the police can focus on actual real crimes with victims. They won't, but yeah. They could, in theory. theory. I mean, that's why the police are really against all this kind of stuff is because there's going to be a lot less need for police. Well, because violent crime, violent crimes and theft and property crimes, which they do very little about right Right. now. So they're already kind of not needed. Uh, for these crimes that are real crimes that people are actually don't want to happen and want that they're mostly ineffectual at dealing with, right? Because they can't find the murderers, they can't find the thieves in a lot of instances. In a lot of cases, they can't. People That's just true. get away with these crimes, right? The, yep. the instances of actually, like, if you commit a real crime, your chances of getting away with it are actually, unfortunately, pretty good. Right, and it's a lot easier to find a prostitute because, right. you know, they're standing out there on the street or they've got advertisements up on, you know, whatever local... You could look on the officer's speed dial on his phone. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, these cops, you know, as they become less necessary because they're not inventing crimes that they can prosecute and mm-hmm. find people for, right, uh, what's going to happen is that there's going to be less need less need, and these cops will lose their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not... It's not that's, that's why they... Want the, all the stuff to be illegal? You, you think know? they're scared? Yeah, they're but they're very scared, and they have probably a good reason to be, unless they, you know, want to work in a real job and go get something in private security or something like that. We got more on the way here about the trend towards decriminalization. Hopefully, this will be a trend that continues and spreads. And uh, you can share your thoughts with us. Eight fifty five four fifty free. That's the toll free number here. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Maybe you're against the legalization or decriminalization of prostitution, and you want to tell us why. We would love to have you on with us. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You dial in toll free here to bring up what you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Hey, you know, if you're an individual who rejects the initiation of force and agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, you qualify to use liberty.menu. If you don't agree with freedom 
and Liberty, then you should probably not go to Liberty.menu. But if you love Liberty, then you're going to love Liberty.menu because it's a great business directory for people who care about freedom. If you want people to know within the Liberty community that you have a business so they might become your customers, then get over to Liberty.menu and you can add yourself to their listings. There's also listings for digital content creators as well as events. So you can uh, put whatever it is that you do up there and then other people will find it. Maybe you'll get some new customers out of it. Liberty.menu, it's free to use, so why not be there? That's Liberty.menu. There's also a bit of a social networking aspect to it. You can rate and review the listings that are there. Liberty.menu. Use code FTL. You get a special Free Talk Live listener badge as a result. It's Ian Johnson and Silver Dave in the studio here tonight. Johnson, you've given us kind of a rundown of uh, some of the changes that are afoot, uh, Mm -hmm. some of the proposals that have been made in places like Maine, Massachusetts, there have been proposals. Yeah, there have been proposals in New Hampshire, but there aren't any. I don't think this year uh, there were previously. Right. Unfortunately, they did not pass, but they weren't exactly like piled on against. I remember the the decrim proposal here. It got like 150 votes in favor of it, and that was its first time out. Mm-hmm. So, like, as far as a starting point is concerned, remember. New Hampshire has 400 state reps, so that's not quite half, right. but it's not a small number of positive you know, votes my, from the my, state house. It's horrible. My immediate thought is, I wonder how many of the free state reps are the ones who were like, we can't have this. Mm, I hope they would have <laughs> voted for it, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, New, York's, uh, New York State uh, was another one that they mentioned. Uh, yes. Yeah. So what else do you want to uh, share from that? So uh, it goes on here to say, this is about the oldest profession and understanding that we haven't been able to deter it or end it in millennia, nope. said Senator Jessica Ramos, one of the plan's backers. So I think it's time to confront reality. New York legislation appeared unlikely to pass in the coming months, but the idea of decriminalization has already amassed a growing coterie of prominent supporters suggesting that it might continue to gain traction. The more you propose the thing, the more traction it will likely gain uh, because it has taken here in New Hampshire, the state government is very slow to change. It's very conservative in that way, even though it's, you know, Democrats mostly right now in, in New Hampshire state representatives. It's still super slow to try to change things around here. And that's true of, of every issue. But with something like marijuana decriminalization, it literally took more than a decade of constant testimony in front of these oldsters, you know, these gray hairs that are running the state house. What is marijuana? Right. You know some of them used it back in their day, too. But regardless, there's a lot of misinformation, and a lot of it's coming from the police. And the people who are running state governments, they believe what the police say. So when the cops come in front of a a panel of uh, state representatives and they lie to them and claim that this is all about stopping sex trafficking when it's not about that in barely any way, they're just arresting people for selling sex – uh, voluntarily, but you know when they come in front of them and lie to them, when they lie to them about marijuana, when they lie to them about you know why the war on drugs you know goes on, they still believe the police, even though the the opposition, the people who want to decriminalize, have a bevy of evidence in their favor, even though there's you know hard studies about these issues that prove our side of things, it's hard to to argue against the cops just because well they got a badge on, they must be telling the truth. Oh, sorry, Dave, say that again. 
We know these guys lie because yeah, they, they admitted do. they lied to put the cameras in these places. They lie about things, and then people believe them, which is really funny to me. If you believe someone who lies, oh no, only like, the only the ones that got caught lying are the liars. The rest of them are completely honest. <laughs> So it says here, the debate is unquestionably polarizing in many circles, even among advocates for sex trafficked and abused women who fear creating a legal path for prostitution will not eliminate, but rather actually encourage underground sex trafficking. They say, anyway. uh, Really? Uh, Where's all the sex trafficking in Nevada? Right. Yeah. And (laughs) and, in Nevada, it's even only a tiny little, like one little town right i mean it's not it's not all of nevada where sex trafficking or sex trafficking where prostitution, where prostitution is legal, is legal. No, only- no no it's more than one place each i think it's i don't know if it's the counties or the cities but there's certain uh, municipalities get to decide huh, uh right. what you know what they do there but there's a patchwork i think from okay. what i understand well it says here decriminalization is already I'm sorry johnson I, I think the rule is if you have legal gambling you can't have legal prostitution oh, i think okay. that's the rule all right i could be wrong on that huh. if you're in nevada and you want to correct us on this the toll-free number is 855-450 interesting yeah well it says here decriminalization is already facing intense pushback in state capitals from opponents who call the measures naive and potentially dangerous yeah. Yeah, except none of those opponents are actually sex workers who work in the business. Yeah. Still, the issue has crept into the Democratic Party's nascent presidential campaign. Really? In late February, Kamala Harris became the first candidate to endorse some manner of decriminalization, an idea also floated by another contender, former governor of Colorado, John Hickenlooper. When you're talking about consenting adults, I think that, yes, we should really consider that we can't criminalize consensual behavior as a as long as no one is being harmed. Really? Said Mrs. Harris uh, or Miss Harris. Is this the military chick? with the roof. No, that's a different one, right? Uh, no, Miss Harris is pretty awful. That's the cop. Is she the issues. cop? I don't I'm sorry, I forget who all these people are. <laughs> There's I so don't many really of know. them. I know Kamala Harris yeah. is a, uh, I believe she's in Senate and okay. she's a politician. I know she's a politician that much. (laughs) Like a career politician. Um, Supporters of decriminalization see their efforts as part of a larger, decades-long liberalization of American mores. Uh, Let me interrupt you again. Reason.com's front page story, Kamala Harris is a cop who wants to be president. So how interesting to actually have a cop say, can you read that quote again? Because it was actually surprisingly good. When you're talking about, well, and it also might be one of these things, like now that she's running for president, it's just like George Bush, right? Let me say the biggest lie I can Mm -hmm. possibly tell that will get me elected because I'm the most giant liar now. In order to be president, I have to say the exact opposite of what I believe because that's what's going to get you elected, right? And that's what she was trained to do as a Like George Bush, it's like, I'm going to promote freedom, no new taxes. Like, what, what else can we say, like... Uh, no nation building. Remember that. You can one? keep your health care plan. You can take that to the bank, right? Like, what? Mm. What's the biggest lie that you can tell? And that's what they're going to run on to 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 uh, win for president. Still right? read it again, though. It's pretty sure. good. While you're talking about consenting adults, I think that yes, we should really consider that we can't criminalize consensual behavior as long as no one is being harmed. So be prepared if she gets into office for her to criminalize <laughs> all of the consensual behavior. Ramp and that, any consensual behavior that you can think of that might have a hint of criminalness. Right. To it, she'll make it illegal. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Everything you say is suspect. Yeah. And back. If you're a politician, yeah. If you're a politician. Sure. So she says, expect the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, 
they say they also frame the issue as an act of harm reduction for prostitutes as a tacit admission that modern law enforcement and age old moral indignation has done little to stem the practice. No doubt. We've learned that this lesson many times with the prohibition of alcohol or criminalization of abortion or even the criminalization of marijuana. Is this another quote from uh, Harris? This is a quote from... We'll find out. Stand yeah, by. Okay. Sounds, it sounds like another golden uh, quote here. This is yeah, a good yeah. thing. Some people are saying some nice <laughs> things here. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number. You can bring up what you want here on Free Talk Live. I'm a little obsessed with My Magic Mud. Several years ago, I met Jessica Armand, the founder and CEO of My Magic Mud, and I didn't even know my teeth were coffee-stained. A week's worth of use convinced me, and now I use it every three or four days. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth, and I think it cleans better, too. My Magic Mud's available at most local health food stores, Sprouts, Natural Grocers, CVS, Walmart's Natural Beauty Isle, but I can get it for you for 20% off with coupon code FTL20 at MyMagicMud.com. FTL20MyMagicMud.com. This is Free Talk Live. You're invited here to join us. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. It's 855-450-3733. Can politicians change their spots? Can they have, you know, belief systems that they have, you know, put into to place over many years and then all of a sudden do a reversal and actually be plausible? I don't know. When you say anything about politicians changing their spots, the first kind of spots I think of are liver spots. Because <laughs> they're heavy drinkers? Uh, you know, or just old. I gotcha. Uh, does that come from heavy drinking? Or is uh, that just an old thing? Uh, yeah, I think it can contribute to it if you're a heavy drinker. So, uh, Ian Johnson and Silver Dave here in the studio tonight. By the way, if you uh, want to help support what we do on Free Talk Live, join the AMP program like Gene the Christian Anarchist. He's one of our longest-running amplifiers. He's a silver amplifier, which means he gives $5 a month to the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and is a way for you to get behind what we do here and help us get on more radio stations to bring more people to the ideas of freedom on the radio waves. We've got over 200 stations that carry our show at various times throughout the week, right? Now, we could have 300. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of effort. It's a matter of marketing the show. And that's what the AMP program allows us to do more effectively. And you'll get some cool perks also uh, for helping us out. So please go to amp.freetalklive.com. Just takes a moment to get signed up. It makes a big difference for us when you do it. It's ampamp.freetalklive.com. So, Johnson, you're sharing with us a story about, uh, was it prostitution? Uh, Mm -hmm. prostitution reform but the quotes they're sharing from this Kamala Harris or at least one of the quotes from Kamala Harris sounded really good she's talking about how hey if there's if there's no victim consensual activity between adults should be legal is basically what she said well I'm sure there's a million and one cases you could throw at her immediately to get her to recant, recant that quote well during her 28 year tenure as a county prosecutor this according to reason.com this is their cover story I happen to know that because somebody apparently subscribed us to Reason. The the, the Reason magazine's been coming here for the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, it was on the table over there, but I don't know if it still is. Anyway, that's how I saw this story, and it says here that during her 28-year tenure as a county prosecutor, I don't really need to go any further. I mean, that's bad enough news that she was a, a prosecutor for 28 years because usually those people are constantly prosecuting cases like prostitutes and drug dealers and other people who you know are victimless criminals. But it goes on. District attorney and even state attorney general 
So she was the top yeah. cop, the top boss of all the cops in whatever state she comes from. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, she this lady's bad news. Harris proved being quite willing to live up to the epithet. In the public eye, she spoke of racial justice and liberal values, bolstering her cred as one of the Democratic Party's rising stars. But behind closed doors, she repeatedly fought for more aggressive prosecution of not just violent criminals, but of people who committed misdemeanors and quality-of-life crimes. Every attorney general fights for state power and police prerogatives. It's part of the job. But over and over again, Harris went beyond the call of duty, fighting for harsher sentences, larger bail requirements, longer prison terms, more prosecution of petty crimes, greater criminal justice involvement in low-income and minority communities, and less due process for people in the system, less transparency, and less accountability for bad police. Wow. Now we're supposed to believe that all of a sudden she's all this reformer? Yeah. Opposite. Like I said, they'll say the opposite when they're running their campaign. And there's this is a that was just an excerpt from a lengthy yeah. cover story. You can check it out at Reason.com. I just wanted to add that Here, in there. Here's a believable quote from somebody who's not a politician and therefore not a filthy, dirty liar. <laughs> um, we've learned this this less we've learned this lesson many times with the prohibition of alcohol. But have or, we though? Or criminal? Well, we've we learned, should have learned we've it. Learned the lesson. And just yeah. you know whether we're actually going to do anything about it. So we've learned this lesson many times, the prohibition of alcohol or criminalization of abortion or even the criminalization of marijuana. Mm -hmm. The black market creates dark circumstances and provides cover for a lot of violence and exploitation, said Caitlin Bailey, a comedian and former prostitute who serves (laughs) who serves as the spokeswoman for decriminalized sex work, which was founded last year. Hmm. Prostitution is only legal in a few counties in Nevada, and even there, the brothel industry had to recently beat back a bill that would have outlawed prostitution in the state. Hmm. And even the most optimistic of those pushing for changes do not believe that any state will soon fully decriminalize decriminalize prostitution. Sex workers- Probably not anytime soon. Sex workers harassed, assaulted, and illegally targeted for deportations amid a culture of xenophobia after Brexit. Hmm. Uh, Camp Raider said, oh, this must have been a caption from a picture. I'm using a... Well, this is also a UK story, so that's why they're talking about Brexit here. Well. Yeah, yeah. So, I, But they, I believe that there was a picture in the article here that was that was just reading a caption for, unfortunately. But it says, but in places like New York, uh, where Democrats now control the state legislature uh, after a few... Uh, sorry. They after, didn't before in New York? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, where oh, suddenly they control the right. state legislature. Anyway, after a slew of recu- uh, Republican incumbents were unseated in November uh, by Democratic challengers, I guess maybe they did uh, have you know just get control, or maybe they didn't have uh, control but more of a stalemate before. Uh, but anyway, uh, in November they were unseated uh, by Democratic challengers running on progressive platforms. There is no question that the environment has changed. At a recent rally in Albany to repeal the statute criminalizing loitering for the purposes of prostitution, hmm. former sex workers stood next to lawmakers like Ms. Ramos and Richard N. Gottfried, chairman of the Health Committee. Nonetheless, some advocates for sex trafficked and abused women characterized such efforts in New York and elsewhere as misguided. They believe that full decriminalization will create a demand that will be filled by more women. 
prostitution uh duh i mean if there's a if there is a greater demand it'll be filled by women presumably although there are certainly some male sex you know sex workers out there but it doesn't say they'll be filling it with sex trafficked victims it'll be women who want to make some money and aren't you know as afraid to do it because maybe they won't go to prison over it prostitution is inherently violent Said oh Ann, my God. Ann Matheson, a program specialist at Sanctuary for Families, a Manhattan-based organization that serves Is she victims. fat or ugly? I don't know. No picture. At least I can what see. was her name? Ann Matheson. Okay. Spelled In A-N-E. New York. Okay. A-N-E. So Ane, maybe. Annie. Annie. Ane. I think it's just Ann. Yeah, it could be. Um, Manhattan-based organization that serves victims of domestic violence and is part of the Anti-Decriminalization Coalition. Sex buying promotes sex trafficking and promotes pimping and organized crime and sexual exploitation of children. The push, yes. the push to present decriminalization as a civil rights issue has also upset Laura Ramirez, a co-coordinator for a firm uh, that's spelled with a three, uh, <laughs> an international feminist group who said she was absolutely a at the fact that this is being sold as something that's progressive. Women shouldn't be able to control their bodies. Male lawmakers should. That's the feminist view, right? We should have laws. It's sort of like, you know, like uh, when they say like, men shouldn't be able to make this decision like Roe versus Wade. Oh, wait, what was the Supreme Court's composition when Roe versus Wade was decided? Oh, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) it's ridiculous. This the proposed right. legislation is the most classist, racist, and absolutely <laughs> obtuse legislation that we have ever seen, Miss Ramirez said during a counter protest opposing decriminalization in Albany, adding, Women and girls of this state deserve better. While decriminalization is unlikely to pass in New York this year, a pair of bills dealing with elements of prostitution appear to have a greater chance of passing, including one that would vacate non-prostitution-related crimes like drug charges from the records of victims of sex trafficking. I think it's interesting, the opponents to this stuff. I mean, to look at what they're saying and how they're trying to claim here that they're in favor of women, um, but really what they're in favor of is restricting the sex marketplace. They're in favor of giving certain women the ability to have more control over and, men and how could you be against something like this 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 bill that would vacate non-prostitution related crimes like drug charges from the records of victims of sex trafficking because they're obviously they they right. also tend to have drugs forced on them right. and then they get you know they catch they drug tribe you know drug charges because they've been forced into slavery they want to punish these, these women these, right. these people we'll come back with more it's free talk live 855 450 free Hey, it's Free Talk Live. We have enough time for you. Perhaps if you get on the phones now, our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Talking about the efforts to decriminalize prostitution nationwide. Uh, Johnson, you've got a story from the UK's Independent uh, that we're sharing about that. Plus, if you want to comment on whatever's on your mind, you can join us here. It's Ian Johnson and Silver Dave in the studio here tonight. Don't forget, Johnson, you sell the official Free Talk Live gear, our T-shirts and Still got the hoodies, I imagine, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Um, over on Liberty Minded. And I'm dramatically, like, you're not going to get a hoodie of this quality for as low of a price because I don't have a lot of space mm-hmm. <laughs> where, uh, where I'm living here in New Hampshire, and yep. I don't uh, feel like renting a warehouse. Right. So, so you've I, got it in a I'm closet. storing all these, and it's like, I'd like my closet. I know I'm not going to get my closet, <laughs> but... Uh, 
you know, I've lowered the price of these things because, you know, I would actually nice like price cut. I would like to $20 off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would like to be able to have more t-shirt variety. Actually, mm-hmm. I would like to focus on t-shirts. And the hoodies take up more room, right? Yeah, they do. They yeah. take up a lot more room. And I, I may not discontinue hoodies entirely. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I might just limit it down to one style and pick that style, but is right now th- I have far too many. It's ridiculous how many hoodies I have. So, you know, I, I'm lowering them and hopefully they'll move. Yeah, so you've got uh, Free Talk Live merchandise featured on the site right now, uh, and you have put a, pr- a big price break on the zippered style hoodie well, all, uh, and all the other style, one, the yeah, pullover both, as yep, well. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. Go check them out over at libertyminded.com. But that's not all you have. have. Some, yeah, like completely offensive t-shirts that I wouldn't even recommend anyone wear, like my thin blue you could line. get attacked. <laughs> yeah, like my thin blue line gang t-shirt <laughs> talking about the, the nation's largest gang, uh, you know, the police. Uh, you know, some other shirts, uh, uh, Just Steal It, which, uh, you know, is a spoof on... Uh, it's got the communist logo yeah, on it. It's red of, and yellow. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, some uh, cryptocurrency oh, I don't think shirts, I've seen this one before. Property shirts. There's, uh, there's one with a, uh, like a criminal in a balaclava pointing a, a gun <laughs> at you. And it says, the honest tax collector says, relax, it's for the roads. <laughs> available in multiple colors by the way yeah and of course sizes and such yep. so get on over there there's some really cool stuff that uh, johnson's got going on you cannot get these shirts anywhere else these are pretty uh right. pretty original yeah. content that you came up with uh, with some input from some fans and such uh people are uh, ordering their shirts over at libertyminded.com you still have the lrn shirts as well uh yes that's right yep. lrn.fm t-shirts and and more get on over to libertyminded.com grab some hoodies uh perfect time of the year to to get a hoodie because you know you don't want to get it in the winter time you want to get it now because in the winter time <laughs> they're more expensive in a that's lot true. of cases i mean either way if you get them from me you're getting a very good deal and they're good quality too. yeah because I mean, they're very i mean they're they are uh the heavyweight uh gildan mm-hmm. style hoodies which means that they are um you know mostly cotton i believe it depends on whether or not it's the full zip or the pullover. One of them is 100% cotton. The other okay. one's a little bit of a blend. But uh, they are very high-quality hoodies. And, uh, you know, most people who have gotten them are wearing them like a decade later. It's true. <laughs> you know, That's same, how long they've been around. Yeah, yeah. And some people are still wearing the you know, the, the original hoodie that they've bought yep. to me. And I will see them floating around at, uh, you know, Porkfest here in a week. You know, hoodies Which that Which you sold. used to sell at these events. But yeah. you were just, it's online only now. So. Yeah, it just, it wasn't, and you know, like the, there's, when you when you have a specific market and you have the same people going to that right. place. They've all got Year it. after year, yeah. I've saturated that market and it's right. just, I will still sell plenty of stuff, if I'm, but if I'm not bringing a huge variety, which for me it's hard to bring a huge variety of t-shirts again because I don't have the room because right. I've got a closet full of hoodies. So right. uh, a lot of these shirts are print on demand anyway, right? The, yeah. You're now, not well, now I've kind of right. gone to that model because yeah. it, it just makes sense. Makes more sense for me specifically. Um, you know, I, there are some. Uh, th- that maybe I would screen print in the future if I, mm-hmm. you know, d- d- this model is very good to sort of um, figure out what's, what's going to be popular and what's not. And it's nice, too, because I can still have a shirt and I can go into a niche weird market. I have to be careful, though. Like, so, for example, the Fedora, sh- the Fedora, the Explorer shirt that I have, mm-hmm. that's about, you know, like software distribution freedom and stuff like that. Right. It's kind of mocking that and mocking people hopping around distros on Linux. Um 
I can't print this shirt anymore. So I, I couldn't no, even. I thought you. I found a new printer. The new printer has said no Jesus. now too. Wow. Yeah, they're very. They're all very scared that they're going to get sued by uh, Viacom. So, That's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous the amount of fear that these companies have <sighs> over anything that could possibly represent. Uh, you know something? Oh, I see a shirt with a Facebook logo on it. Why aren't they afraid of printing that? I know. They, they, but they have said, like, we might have problems with some of your other stuff in the future. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> so those Dora the Explorer or Fedora the Explorer shirts are going right. to be real collector's items for those that did order them, <laughs> right? Well, I'll find another way to get them printed. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But still, if they're if it's a banned shirt, then the price should, yeah. should go up, yeah. right? All right, so check it out, libertyminded.com. Let's bring uh, David on the line. He's in Albuquerque. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Yeah, first of all, since uh, Kamala is running for president, everybody should Google Kamala the wrestler so you can have that visual image when you're listening to Kamala Harris. Matter of fact, I think the dude's real name is the same. I think his last is Harris, too. Hold on, you're Um, saying Kamala's a dude? James Harris, yeah, the... James Harris is Kamala the Ugandan headhunter. Oh, I see. He's like a WWE or something like that. Yeah, and he's got the same last name as Kamala Harris. I see. James Harris. How about that? Cool. All right. Anything else? (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Prostitution. Um, In in the Netherlands, you know, not only is prostitution legal all over Europe and and other places in the world, but in the Netherlands, they consider uh, sex a necessity for life. And so hmm. people that are dis- disabled over there, legally disabled, homebound types, like uh, the guy, this guy's dead now, so I can talk about him. Uh, Pat Murdoch is died. He's a, he was a judge here in New Mexico, and the cops did a sting on him and busted him for hiring prostitutes to come and have sex with him. He was disabled. He was about four foot six or something, and had polio-type disease. I don't know what he had Hmm. for sure, but obviously he wasn't able to go out and pick up chicks. And so he was paying them for it, and and he got busted. Put him in a jail Um, cell! Pardon? I said put him in a jail cell, that criminal. Yeah. How dare he? In the Netherlands, they consider sex a, a, a need, a legitimate need, and so once a month, the state will pay the 50 bucks or 100 bucks for a prostitute to visit disabled people if they want it. Wow. Um, as, as part of their health care because they, 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 <laughs> uh, they consider. Do you get to oh pick my. or do they yeah, pick for you? It's your HMO plan. <laughs> yes, you get to pick your doctor and you pick your prostitute. Not like those other ones where they just assign one to you that you may not like as much. David, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate do hearing from you. Think they have you. networks? What do you mean? Like, uh, you know, you you have to pick a prostitute that's in network. Oh, <laughs> right. Maybe so. Copay. Copay? What's the copay? It's like $8 copay. <laughs> uh, is there more here, Johnson, that you wanted to share from this um, independent me, story? Me... Or should we find out about mind control in like the last two minutes? Take a look here. Which isn't really fair to do. I don't know if we can really fair. cover this. Yeah. This is yeah. a patent for, but I, I mean, I feel like maybe another time when it's, this is maybe this tomorrow. Is maybe stuff. next week. Maybe next week. Are you going to be on next week, Johnson? Are you here for that? Uh, you're, no, no, you're going to be at Porkfest. I will not. So it'll just be me and oh, you, Dave. Uh, let me, oh, let me skip ahead in the article here to this 
uh, part. All right, this yeah. is relevant. The main bill was declared dead in the state Senate. New York? Late, in late May, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, the main bill. The main, oh, May. Maine. <laughs> okay. The main the bill main... was declared right. dead in the state Senate late May, but other recent efforts have also stalled. In 2017, for instance, the New Hampshire House of Representatives narrowly passed a bill establishing a legislative committee to study decriminalizing sex work. Hmm like the current proposal in Rhode Island. But the New Hampshire bill stalled in the state Senate amid strong opposition from Governor Chris Nusnu, a Republican. <laughs> Who does the bidding of the police. Yep. The bill's sponsor, Elizabeth Edwards, left office last year. but Free stater. She, yep. Who since has rejected libertarianism. <laughs> but said she hopes that her former colleagues will continue to fight. It seems At like least she hasn't been hostile to her yeah. credit. She yeah, actually no. wrote a, a blog post on her blog all about why she is no longer identifying as a libertarian but unlike a couple or at least unlike another state representative who's actively <laughs> hostile towards her right. previous friends who are libertarians she's actually still elizabeth uh, edwards is still friends with the libertarians and she's, she's still at least you know friendly and works together with, right. with them yeah so so uh you know she says it's, it seems like an area of policy where we could do way better uh, yeah. i wish that the world we knew I wish the world knew that these are just people making money in a way that I think is a net societal benefit. Right. Ms. Edwards, a Democrat, added, there are always going to be people that want sex. It's a basic human drive. All you can do is make it safer. By legalizing yeah. And this activity. article edited on a free stater oh, quote. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that was from The Independent. From huh? The Independent. Very cool. Yeah. We'll shoot that over on our uh, social media, on Twitter and uh, Mastodon, twitter.freetalklive.com. The Mastodon is toot.freetalklive.com. Also, telegram.freetalklive.com. And see you tomorrow, freetalklive.com. In the meantime. You love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, and it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com.